welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your hosts, Joey and Mike. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done so, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all notifications. We really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or Patreon, the link is in the description down below. A fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And most importantly, it's absolutely free to join. Now let's get into some crypto talk and a little bit of stock talk. Because today, the Fed decided to release its minutes, uh, which is great. Joey, how are you? Look, before we get into this, how you doing, brother? Yeah, Mikey. Yeah, yeah, I'm really good. Um, pretty good day. Pretty good Wednesday. And yeah, just been really enjoying the market. I've been really heavily focused on the market today. Uh, fortunately, um, you know, work's not been uh, too taxing today. So I've had plenty of time to see what's going on, get active in trading and fully active in the Discord. Yeah, really hands-on crypto day. How about, how's hey, your day been? Hey, man, it must be nice to just be able to sit around and watch the news and well, hang it's not out. Like <laughs> and I have been swamped all day, man. I've been sitting in a sweaty old kitchen, spraying some stuff. Hey, man, look, all good. Okay. I was gonna say I was gonna say it's not like that often, but you know sometimes you just get lucky days like that, and you've got to take advantage, right? Hey, yeah, everybody needs one, right? Got to got to have a couple there here and there. But yo, look, Fed minutes got released from their July meeting, uh, and Fed sees interest rate hikes continuing until inflation eases substantially. So that's the main topic, right? Like we're gonna get into some other stuff. We're gonna talk a little bit of Cardano layer two scaling which we're getting kind of excited about because the Vassal hard fork is coming along. But Joey, before we get into all that, obviously big topic for the, for the equities. And, you know, we see Bitcoin kind of going up and down today as the Fed minutes. September seems to, I think the market has about 50 basis point hiked in. Um, At the moment. Yeah, so that's kind of what the, uh, kind of what everybody's saying. 50 yeah, basis points in September and whether or not they continue to do that. Uh, I don't, I can't remember off the top of my head how many more meetings after that. I want to say there's two more this year. Uh, but yeah, what's your thoughts, man? I know UK just hit the high 10, 10, double 10, digits. Yeah. Hit 10.1%. Um, absolutely pretty shocking. <laughs> and, you know, analysts, although that was actually slightly above, uh, what analysts thought, the analysts still actually think, you know, we could potentially be at 12% by the end of the year. You don't see it um, slowing down anytime soon. So, you know, yeah. Um, and across Europe, it's not good either. It's not good in the uh, the Netherlands. Uh, it's not good in France. Uh, I believe it's a little bit better in Germany, but still not great. Um, so yeah, um, there's a, lot, a lot of other countries are uh, are, are suffering uh, pretty much globally. And we've got some. You, you mentioned some uh, you know meetings and things coming up, but you've got to keep an eye on uh, dates. So August 25th to 27th, we've got the the Jackson Hole. Uh, economic meeting which the fed will be present at so they are actually you know involved there's something um this month however really that's they're just going to be more trying to give their uh, guidance they can't be um you know too too forward thinking um they've got to remain with what they're they're sticking out with um rate rate hikes they're not going to throw anything uh, new out because they're aware that they, that would start to move the markets and they need to be you know unbiased in, in that regards and then yet yeah, September 13th, we've got um, the next uh, CPI for the United States. And yeah, then the 2021st is that next Fed meeting that you mentioned. Yeah, September is, you know, Nick's been calling it out uh, on his videos is typically a very volatile month. Uh, so you got CPI numbers coming in, which honestly, gas prices and oil still going down. I, I can't imagine August CPI being uh, higher 
than what we just had in the States. I think the States was at 8.5. June was 9.1. I bet we come back at, you know, 8.5, maybe 8.3. But I I don't think that's the end. I think that there's still a lot of pain to come. You know, obviously the China stuff uh, could have a huge impact on, on a lot of things that are happening from a, from a global standpoint that uh, will go into September um, to the CPI numbers, the Fed meeting. You know, obviously there's a lot of other macro stuff that are going on, but, um, you know, who knows? Wait and find out, right? Yeah, for, for me, I, I've got eyes on oil as well. You know, whether it reverses uh, to the upside, I just kind of feel, I just got this weird feeling that the, the top isn't in. I could be completely wrong on oil, but I've just got, I could easily see that reversing back to the upside. Well, I think it was going down something to do with China demand is and and I I didn't, I have not had a chance to look at anything. I've watched the news maybe for 3 minutes in the past 2 days. I've just been <laughs> slam busy. Uh yeah. I I work 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 and then I fall asleep and then I wake up at 4 in the morning and I go straight to work again, right? And and throughout the day I get a chance to like pop into Discord and say hello. And that's about it. <laughs> and I have a blast uh, on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, hey, look, I'm doing my best, man. I'm trying to, you know, you knocked it out last night that Ethereum stuff you did well actually this morning. Uh, was uh, it's good, good information, man. I think uh, ETH is uh, doing its thing. Um, you know, while we're talking right now, you know, I, I had saw the Dow was about to go positive and then it's dropped back down again. So I don't know. I think the market is is maybe getting a little uneasy that the Fed could continue to um, you know pull back, and they're going to keep pulling back because the numbers across the board, like, look, Walmart's beating revenue. But their profits are horrible, right? Like, that's great that, they're, that all the revenues are coming in that, that high. People are spending money. That's great. But the Fed wants us to go into a recession. The curve between the two-year and the 10-year bond is massive. And it, and it, shows, it shows a recession. Yeah. No one's willing to admit it. No one wants to talk about it. Well, I mean, I've, I've just made my prediction on Twitter. If anyone wants to follow me, it's at Joe's Crypto Chaos. But my, my prediction, you know, I'll put out, you know, no, I'm not seeing any bullish signs um, to move us out of the downtrend. And I think, you know, there's major resistance levels uh, for moving higher. Put, you know, NASDAQ at around 13K, Dow Jones at 34K, Bitcoin 25K. You know, I can really see that the downtrend uh, continuation is likely, in my opinion. And I'm not ruling out that, you know, it goes significantly lower into, into next year. And as far as I'm concerned, the DXY is on support. If oil reverses, you know, inflation is going to go back, back up again. And yeah, I'm still also uh, short on gold and silver as well. I, I think that they, they've got to pull back some more. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's just overall news coverage. I think you guys, you know, obviously dig into the Fed minutes, take what you want from it. The market is speaking to me right this very second. It's continuing to fall back to where it was. Uh, so I think the market is still scared. Uh, of potential rate hikes. And hey, look, September is known to be volatile. We think that Bitcoin's going to dump in September. At least I do. I don't know if Joey does. I think there's a dump coming. I think it's going to be in September. I think the China thing comes to headway in September. CPI numbers come out in September. Everything is pointing to three or four weeks, four, five weeks from now. Could, could be finally seeing whether or not this thing's going to go down and if IK is going to win his bet with Bergman or not. <laughs> Just because I think a dump's coming in, though, doesn't mean I think a pump is coming uh, in October and November. Like, I, no, I, no, I, no, 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 no. I don't think so opinion. at all. 
No, I, I don't I, think I, a pump's coming at all for a while. I mean, I already made the prediction, you know, a few weeks back that I said I think we'll be lower in November than we will be in September. So that's that, I'm going to see if I'm right or wrong on that one. That's an interesting take. There's, there, I think there's potential. I think that we do see signs of positive movement to the upside before the end of the year. And the reason I say that is because the big institutions, right, BlackRock and thing like that, they got to be able to show their investors something. So they're going to try to move the needle a little bit. Um, now, do I think we're going to like go from, say, say we bottom at 14.5? Do I think we're going to go from 14.5 to 30K before the end of the year? I don't. I don't think so. I think maybe we go down to 14.5 and then we maybe by the end of the year, we're back maybe above 20, closing in maybe to close to 25. That would be my prediction. There's potential for that. Um, but I think, I think we got a long journey ahead. I think we have great time for accumulation, which guys, this is where, hey, look, I know all we bring you is negative news, but this is the time that we're going to make the most money, right? 100%. Buying at the bottom of a bear market. Like this is, this is something that, you don't get to have very often, right? Like we get a bear market and then we're like almost at the bottom of it. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm excited. I've, you know, if I don't, if I don't, yeah. um, <laughs> if I don't, you know, come across that way sometimes on the, on the channel, ladies and gentlemen, I do apologize. But yeah, no, Joe is excited. But yeah, we're trying, get, we're trying to pull some excitement out of you, Joe. But you know, it, it's only just, it's only, it's only a little bit. I'm only scratching the surface because you know, said, you know, I'm, I'm more, I'm more bearish. And this is not, I want to get this across. This is not, I, this is not bearish hopium for me. Okay. I, w- I won't, you know, just make up some bullshit hopium. I'm, I'm genuinely expected lower for a reason on analysis and from what I'm reading, from what I'm seeing, from what I'm researching and, you know, from uh, other, you know, sources that, you know, I like and I, I back and I like their technical analysis and I, I weigh all this together. And that's how I come up with my own opinions of, of, of us going lower. So it's not, it's not hopium. Like I'm not desperate to like buy lower. You know, I, I've, I've got some coins already. I've got some bags. I just, I'm happy to keep loading up more, but I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. I'm just going off what I'm seeing. Hey, speak for yourself. I am desperate to buy lower. (laughs) Just saying, (laughs) I gotta, I gotta have lower numbers. All right, let's get into a quick little market overview. Obviously we just covered fed minutes. Let's talk about crypto real quick though. Let's see what, let's see what Bitcoin and ETH is at right now. Bitcoin hovering around that 23.5 area. It's 23.558 time of recording. Uh, overall crypto markets at 1.13 trillion. Uh, ETH is hovering around that 1850. Um, overall, the day is red, um, and we're going to talk about some projects later, later on in the podcast that uh, we've spoken about before, and they're doing what we thought they were going to do. So, uh, and we're going to end it on a positive note because hey, thanks, some things are pumping, um, and it's just because they've they've just been oversold and they're ready to go. So, but hey, before we get into that, Joey, let's uh, let's talk about Cardano, and let's talk about why we love Cardano, why the Vassal hard fork is an important aspect to Cardano continuing its future uh, and continuing to become one of the global massive blockchains. Uh, so, what I'm referring to is some some layer two projects that that you have been doing some research on. Let's start start us off with uh. I think Hydra is one of the first ones, right? Yeah. Well, you know, essentially, we still haven't got a release date um, uh, for for Hydra. Um, you know, we're kind of, bit, you know, been excited about it um, all the time. You know, this is you know Cardano's. Um, we've been waiting for you know the developers ever since they announced uh, the Layer Two scaling solution Hydra, but we still, like I said, we don't have a date. Um, but you know, there's rumors that it could be 
realistically maybe any time in the sort of next uh, six to 12 months. So it's not, it's not just around the corner, um, we think, uh, but it's not miles away um, either. Now, in the short term, they've said they're going to keep developing the Hydra node and the Hydra head protocol until it becomes um, a solid and stable foundation for the community and themselves and to help build those, you know, real world applications on it. Like I've mentioned, you know, six to 12 months, this has just come out uh, this week, uh, potentially looking at uh, progress will greatly depend on the results of research and experimentation plus feedback from the developer community. So this, this doesn't come as any shock or any surprise. This, this is how we know um, Cardano gets things right. We, we, we've been bullish um, on Cardano uh, from the outset. And got, I, I've personally, I don't know about you, Mike, but I've got no problems with Cardano, uh, you know, doing things slower and making sure they get it right and, uh, you know, not making mistakes and constantly uh, running analysis, making sure if it's working. Because Cardano for me, it's just constantly about security, security, security. And I'm absolutely fine with that. I'm happy with that because, you know, we see all these projects getting hacked all the time. We see all these um, other projects, you know, trying to scale really fast and, you know, with, with bridges, et cetera, that are leaving them um, exposed. And Cardano is going, you know, for a completely um, different approach. And, you know, they use rigorous, um, you know, peer-reviewed methodology. And that's exactly what they're going to be um, doing with Hydra. So, how likely are we to see it soon? Um, I, I don't think so. Like I said, they've come out um, six to 12 months, but you know, we've, we've got to be excited for um, Hydra in the future because you know, for the project to get bigger, we just need you know, more and more transactions. Um, Hydra is going to help that. So yeah, I mean, I don't really know a ton about Hydra, so I'm going to go straight to CoinMarketCap and try to read exactly what it is so that everybody else understands kind of sort of what it might be. The philosophy behind Hydra is to implement critical economic features while utilizing proven technology for data transmission. Joey, what exactly, in layman's term, does Hydra do? Um, well, it's layer two. It's going to see. It's going to basically scale the whole the whole blockchain um, by uh, reducing latency and increasing throughput. So it's it's just going to at absolute basic level. All you need to know is it's going to increase increase the the TPS, the transactions per second. To have more transactions on the whole chain as a whole, you need to uh, increase the TPS. The chain, a chain can only become so big uh, if, if it can only handle so many transactions. So that's what it's all about. Uh, you know, um, confirmation that Hydra is going to potentially um, take confirmation of a transaction to under a second, whereas that's compared to the current Cardano uh, mainnet latency of 20 seconds. So immediately... Um, make uh, transactions uh, confirmation uh, 20 times faster. Now, as, as Cardano Network continues to grow with more smart contracts and, and dApps launching on the block, blockchain, um, Hydra will hope to you know, ensure costs re, uh, remain low. If, if you don't also increase that transaction speed, uh, the, more, the more it grows and the more contracts come in, that would potentially increase uh, transaction fees. Hydra will uh, keep them lower as well. So it, it's just really vital uh, for growth that's if you're the most basic understanding that you need to understand is we it needs this on, on the on the side of the main net to, to grow the blockchain you know I, anything to make cardano faster more secure i think that's a i think that's a positive uh for for cardano for sure but definitely still waiting on this vassal hard fork as soon as that vassal hard fork goes uh goes live i mean there's going to be so many projects that are able to actually like get going right like 
get its feet, put its shoes on and start running. So uh, what, what else you got? Give me another one. We've got to look out for as well. We still, again, don't have a, a release date on uh, Jed, um, the native um, stable coin um, that's going to be um, on Cardano. So that's also something that we've got to look forward to um, in the future. Now, that's been um, developed by uh, Cody. I believe you were you invested at one stage in uh, Cody, weren't you, Mike? Yeah, I, uh, I really liked Cody. Uh, you know, it's in the, it's kind of in the banking, banking world. And I uh, wanted to be into that sector of the space. Um, but yeah, the, the Jed seems to continuously get pushed back. Now, I don't know if it's getting pushed back because of the Vassal hard fork or, you know, kind of what, what they're waiting on. I think I think a lot of these um, you know building delays are, are linked. Um, definitely, that's just uh, the opinion um, that I get. But I've got no problem with it. Cardano doesn't try to deliver fast, but they try to deliver right, and I think they're also doing the same with Jed. Uh, for anyone who's not not aware of what Jed is, essentially, it's going to be a decentralized uh, stablecoin that is going to use um, Cardano as collateral. So, I kind of feel like, to me, my opinion is that you know once it launches. I think the most common um, users of, of Jed are likely to be uh, long-term ADA holders. But, you know, we could um, speculate that, you know, it could really pump the price of ADA uh, and Coty at the same time. But I say ADA because a lot of ADA, you know, potentially might need to be uh, uh, bought up um, to, to, to use Jed alongside. And, you know, DeFi might start to start to take off again. Um, again, can only speculate that that's going to happen. I can't can't guarantee it. You know, if the market's super bearish at the time, it might not play out. But let, let's let let's hope. And uh, but I still think you know, wh- whatever happens, I think the the, the future the future's uh, bright for DeFi on Cardano. Yeah, I mean, there's hundreds of projects that are being built on top of Cardano. We've just highlighted a couple today, and it's a couple that kind of you've been following a little bit that you wanted to bring up. And I think uh, we could probably do an episode a week on the amount of projects being built on top of Cardano. But um. Yeah, I mean, look, Cody, Cody's a great project. Um, I know there's a couple of people in the Discord that actually have Cody uh, debit cards. I mean, you can put stablecoin on there. You can put fiat on there. It's not available to the states. Uh, so you would have to be, I think it's, it's certain countries that can use Cody as a, as a that, that can actually get the Cody debit card. Uh, so something, something for you guys to look into. I think that's going to be an important thing that, you know, like Cardano doing the um, having a big part in Africa. I know that there's a lot of uh, issues with banking down there and people not being able to get their own bank accounts. So having Cody potentially get involved with that could be a um, a pretty big thing for Cardano and for Cody and um, obviously for Jed that uh, Joey just brought up, you know, the stable coin for, for Cardano. I think there's a lot of big things coming. Obviously, that's a long-term play. I don't think Cardano is something that, you know, at the bottom, it's going to just automatically just, you know, go to the moon. I think it's definitely going to take its time. Um, you know, I'm going to probably get in around 28 cents um, and then just sit on it and just just wait, because I think as these projects continue to, to, to build on top of Cardano, DeFi for Cardano is going to continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, you know, once Sunday Swap came out, MinSwap came out, and a few other of those DeFi plays came out, I mean, you saw the TVL just you know, of Cardano just start catching up to a lot of other projects and it's still nowhere near. So early. Yeah. It's so 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 early. early. So, um, I think Cody and, and we're saying Coty, C O T I, um, because we've talked about Copy before, which is a game. 
that's going to be on top of Cardano. But Coty, um, yeah, I might, I might get back involved. I don't know yet. We'll see. We'll see. I don't yeah, know. there's some uh, viewers, obviously, you've been listening, you know, you've mentioned, you know, you might potentially buy at um, 28 cent. Obviously, we we hope it gets there. Of course, not financial advice. There's uh, never... Could go never, lower. There's never any guarantees. Yeah, absolutely could go lower. And I'm sure there's some people listening that will be like, no chance, Mike, I've already bought in. It's not going down there. And you know what? You know, if you're just dollar cost averaging, f- fair play to you. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like I said, there's no guarantees how high, how low it's going. If you, if you like the price now, you know, your decisions you're buying in and i think if you're a long-term holder my personal opinion is you're going to do well regardless yeah look dcaing is probably always the safest way to play it um i pretty much like to buy a crap ton at a price i hate you've got, DCAing. You've got your targets you've got your targets Use i got a target yeah it. i got targets you know i, I kind of buy like nick does right we set a target we see it not trying to catch the absolute bottom, but definitely trying to get in as close to the bottom as I can, uh, just so I don't have to put any more money from my bank account into it since everything's sitting on the side in USDT. Um, but hey, look, a couple projects, Joey, a couple altcoins. I know, I know we like to, holy moly, sorry. <laughs> Dude. Some math and live on air, Mike? <laughs> yes. So we were talking about Polyswarm before we started. And I said, oh, yeah, Joey, Polyswarm's up 8%. Guess what it's up right now? 15. Tw- 26%. There you go. Since, time, since we started this recording, it's gone from 8% to 25% up. So, oh, my what, God. The something, green el- candle. So, something else has gone up to 25%, Mike, uh, since we started recording. My short on chilies is up 25%. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bitcoin's pulling back right now. Um, yeah, so so look, Polyswarm, we called out, I think it was about a week, week and a half ago. Chris called it out forever ago. but uh, And then Quantstamp, also up 25% today. So both Polyswarm and Quantstamp are both up 25% today. Let's go see. Let me, I just. How much is Quantstamp up on the week, Mike? On the it's, week? It's, yeah, I think it's. Oh, hold on a second. Let I'm me sure it's a done peek. a lot. I'm sure, you know, don't undersell yourself here. <laughs> I'm sure it's done a lot more since you. That is out. quite. It's quite a weekly candle. I will say that. Uh, on the week, sixty-five percent up. There on you the go. Week. Yeah. So, quite a pump on Quantstamp. I think it 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 got so oversold that uh, yeah, it was time for a little pump. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm excited about both of those projects. I was I was I was waiting to get in on them. I was waiting for uh, Polyswarm to get down even lower, uh, but. You know, Chris was like, I don't ever see it losing that that 0.16, 0.016 range. And guess what? It got to 0.016 and bounced right up 25%. So I guess I should all listen to old Chris sometimes. <laughs> Joey, what's some other altcoins you're pretty bullish on that are that are making some moves today? Oh, pretty bullish on some altcoins. I'm I'm not bullish on too many at the moment. I think, you know. Obviously, everyone is aware if you've been in the Discord and the trader chat, I have been shorting. I have made some, you know. Give one, nice... give give me one project that we don't ever talk about. One project that we don't ever talk Here, about. I got a new, I got another one. You remember the one we talked about last week, the hidden gem? Fendora? Yep. Go for up it. 8% today. There you go. Everything yeah. else on Against my trading market. view is red. Yeah, that's why I say I said I've made some nice, made some nice magical internet money. Uh, shorten the market in the last in the last few days you know sometimes you get lucky sometimes uh you know you call it right uh but if, if anyone's wondering like you know just just you know new to trading or basic trading you know just 
just look at you know support and um, resistance levels. I think it's the you know the base uh, basic thing. Like I looked at V chain for instance, right? We know V chain. I'm bullish on V chain. You know V chain's one of my biggest bags. Haven't sold any V chain, um, but I I thought I saw it as a trade opportunity. I looked at like the last range it was in, and I thought three point three uh, to three point five cent was going to be major resistance uh, for V chain um, going any higher. So you know. V chain, it got back back above three point three. That's when I started to ladder in my short. Ended up getting in a great position, and you know now it's uh, dipped under three cent uh, uh, two. Uh, it's currently point um, two nine six. So I've made you know that's a really good uh, you know swing swing trade for me. That that's one that that's one that's gone well. I've been short on XRP since forty cent. Um, I've been short on BNB since you know three hundred thirty. But I've what I want to get crucial across today, ladies and gentlemen, is is I say I've made magical internet money today. And the reason is being is because it's realized I've locked in gains. So, you know, we talked about, we had Chris, uh, you know, mentioned on the, on the channel a few days ago about the importance of locking in gains. It's only realized once you've got them, there you go. I've locked in some games. I'm feeling happy today. I hope everyone else who's been trading out there has been locking in gains too. Uh, just for full transparency though, uh, trading with leverage is uh, not something that's extremely easy to do. And I think you just made that sound very easy. So just, just to make sure that nobody out there just like tries. No, it's, know, a like, it's a fair point, Mike. You should absolutely- You gotta do some research on how to do this stuff. Like it's totally different than just buying a project and sitting and holding. Absolutely. You know, leverage plays is, if you are new to crypto and you are new to trading, I don't suggest- just jumping into longs and shorts until you actually like look into how to do it, how to set a stop loss, understand stop loss, understand what Joey means by laddering into his short before you actually try to short something, right? Like I think a lot of our viewers don't even understand what resistance and support and like RSIs and stock RSIs and oversold and overbought, like do yourself the favor and go learn those terminologies so that, you know, and shit, maybe we could do a vocabulary day here on the podcast. So that yeah, when we know. get when we get the when we get the lives on um, YouTube going, Mike as well. You know, we'll be able to uh, share screens and uh, you know uh, uh, show TA and pull up TA to to um, you know uh, get across uh, what you know more clearly what we're talking about as well. So you know that's something to look out and look forward to in the future. Yeah, can you still hear me? Yes, can I hear you, Mike? I had something weird. Uh, yeah, incoming incoming twenty two k maybe on Bitcoin. So. We'll see. Wow. It's still continuing to go down. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Let's go. Break all the way down, baby. All right. Hey, Joe, that's all I got for today, brother. I think it was a good short podcast. Look, Fed Minutes, uh, we cover Cardano, Cardano Layer 2 stuff. We're going to keep bringing some more projects. We're, we're, look, we're extremely bullish on Cardano, okay? And at least I am. I know Joey is. I know Imran is. I know the whole cheeky crypto community loves Cardano. My biggest thing I didn't get to say earlier was I like that it is peer-reviewed. I think for me, that's the part that I like because um, I do think that down the road, uh, governments and things like that are going to want to see that, like, like that background. Uh, and as far as the project is concerned, that that it's been reviewed by doctors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, things like that. I just think it's a, I just you know, slow and steady wins the race, right, Joey? I mean, what? What? what but give me some final thoughts on today, brother. Give me some final thoughts. <sighs> Final thoughts today is that you know we've seen we've seen a you know a move down in the market. Why have we seen that? Because you know we were just talking about um, you know resistance. We're, we're at resistance levels. When you're on these you know these the, these pumps for so long, you're gonna you're gonna hit a wall eventually. 
you're gonna um you know hit hit some trouble on the way doesn't mean that we can't go higher absolutely can go higher and of course that's absolutely possible but it should just come no surprise you know i, I think you know you get you get uh, people can get complacent um in crypto and you can see like you know seven eight nine ten whatever uh you know even in the stock market we've seen you know the the dow jones and the, the s p um you know back on a rally the rallies have to come to an end eventually they can't just keep going so we get messages just go like oh my god it's dumping today this is normal it's another just just another day, just another day in crypto today. That's my final thought. Just want to get that across. We've been calling it's going to go down eventually, anyway. So I don't I don't really have final thoughts on the market. I, I feel like we're a broken record at this point. Eventually, it's going to go down. People are like you guys are so wrong. It's never going to go down. Well, guess what? We're at twenty three two five zero right now. Uh, when we started this podcast, we were at twenty three five fifty. So we're starting to make our move down. I do not think that investors in the stock market liked the minutes, the Fed minutes. So be careful, be cautious out there, guys. Something's going on, something's happening. So tomorrow could be a very red day. We'll see what happens. But other than that, thank you guys so much for, for listening in. Obviously, smash the like, smash the subscribe button. I think we're hovering around, uh, what, where are we at, 1140? Yeah, something like that. We're on our way to, you know, nearly like 1,200 subscribers now, which is absolutely fantastic. And, you know, if you're, if you're brand new subscribers or you're brand new viewers to the channel, you know, thank you so much for your support. Uh, welcome. And, uh, yeah, we're absolutely delighted to have you here and uh, hope you enjoy the content. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Hey, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Take care.